0: What's up, Caputo? Dust and Bones. What's going on, man? It's a, it's a, it's a Monday. It's another episode of the Guns and Radio Podcast. Um, yes. I don't know what else can we go with this cold open, man. I'm going to tell you, seconds. this
1: is going to be our classiest episode yet. We've got Britton and Spencer from the podcast Getting Head Getting on ahead. our show. Yes, we got the Buckhead Boys. You finally. Any more context till after the intro? Because if you don't know it's funnier this way oh, yeah. and uh yeah we've got yeah we got a we got a pretty big show ahead and plus in a little bit we're going to be uh reviewing translucent by Def mckagan so uh with that what say you chris should we just go ahead and get started
0: hell yeah brother dustin hit that intro Let's do it all right all right if you insist <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio Podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones.
2: Oh my god. (laughs) Look at that. Uh. Here we are live on the internet. (laughs) <laughs> all up in those internets yeah well kind of like crazy
0: how gore invented <laughs> oh
3: yeah. Live, yeah live to
1: tape that's something so
3: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, so guys welcome to the show man we met you guys uh a few weeks ago mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. like on a live stream a of all uh,
3: on, uh, i, I want to say it was on um well uh, it was on uh, axel's 60th birthday
1: yeah yes. we met you at axel's birthday party that's right oh yeah yeah, yeah. No. We all were there partying with Axel Rose oh, yeah. on that.
0: Watching November Rain sixty times in a row.
1: Yeah, well, if we tell the this way, times. it a lot. Yeah, better. yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> funny watching those guys like get over it so quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've
3: watched the the video hundreds of times, probably at this point in my life. Um,
2: you really think hundreds of times? Like that's. Mm, maybe That's not a bold numerous. claim.
3: I mean, like the video almost has 2 billion plays. I, I feel like yeah. it's just always been on. It's some, mm.
2: point. I mean, it's like a VH1 classic screensaver at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know,
3: I used to watch so much um, like a uh, pop-up video back in the day. I had to at least, mm-hmm. you know, like a dozen times just on pop-up video.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Did you ever tape that shit when you were a kid? I never did. And like, I feel like
3: it's weird. Like I, I feel like there's no like equivalent to pop-up video that took pop-up video's place. Yeah, pop-up it just went away. It
1: it's just not it a thing the U- anymore. There's the YouTube comment section. That's pretty close. That's true. <laughs> so,
3: I mean that's like but that's like pop-up video with racists, and that's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. That's true. You know, have you seen like YouTube does <laughs> YouTube does have like a new experimental feature that's basically pop-up video? where like oh. comments that take place, comments that mention a like a timestamp, mm. you can, uh, y- if you look at it in a browser, you can say like, hey, pop up these comments when like they oh, tag oh. it. And so oh, you, it's oh. basically pop up video, but stupid.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, fucking um, SoundCloud's been doing that for like a decade now.
2: Oh,
1: definitely. So, oh. so they took annotations away from the creator and gave them to the viewer is what I'm hearing.
3: That sounds about right, yeah well it yes. which, which kind of sucks but you i mean, opt into it there's cool annotation stuff like all the genius you know rap genius and music genius all that stuff now you know yeah give some power to the artist to kind of set the record straight i think that's cool so
1: it did kind of go out of hand get out of hand there for a while because you remember before they got rid of it you go to some of the older youtube videos and they just have the whole fucking screen covered in annotations and yeah that, uh, that whole thing. So, well, guys, uh, while we're up here at the very beginning, let's talk about yeah. your show. Oh, yeah, we have uh, a
2: show. We
3: do. So, this It is tangential, I'd say, to your podcast. Tangential, in, yeah. Same universe. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. The Guns N' Roses audio universe. If you yeah,
3: will. yeah. So, yeah. we do a podcast called Getting Head that it is bucket uh, cast. It's specifically about oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And buckets. And buckets. And buckets. Plastic. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we the, found the... some other materials, but they're mostly wooden plastic. The, the
2: kind <laughs> that you buy to shit in while you are camping.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> or or in an Arby's bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can sit exactly. down on the toilet. Yeah.
1: Um, That's like, it was just the dump job and it got missed. and <laughs> but bad.
3: If they do, haven't done the hose down yet, you know, you got to yeah, do it. Like, the, uh... <laughs> the hose
1: down. He's going to dump the bucket, and it's like that episode of The often where Ke- Kevin drops the chili. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah exactly. Exactly. He's on the floor, all
3: the poo-poo everywhere. Uh, the I mirror. like how he's,
1: like, turning around to look at it like it's really there. <laughs> uh, okay. uh,
3: but no, so our, our podcast is actually about uh, Buckethead uh, uh debatably
2: it, that, that is
3: that is the basic structure yes. of our podcast
2: the excuse it, for us to it, record what we record it, it, is buckethead it, it
3: accounts for maybe like 25% of our content max uh, at this point uh, no uh, that really sounds familiar <laughs> We just did, like, a full hour on, like, all the movies and uh, music released on 9-11 because, like, yeah. people were interested. Like, why not, you know?
2: Why not? Oh,
1: Lord. I didn't think of that.
2: Yeah. How much I, was it? No one would have thought of that. <laughs> quite a bit. Quite a bit. There's, there were actually two, two video games released on 9-11. Um, which is pretty cool, too. Uh, yeah, the the, mo- the best one that I think we talked about was uh, the film Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar. was released the week, the Friday before 9-11. 9-11 happened on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it came out um, the week before.
3: Yeah. Uh,
4: now Is that
1: the one with Miles Kennedy in it at the end? He
3: is. He is. Miles yeah, yeah, Kennedy, yeah, yeah. Uh, who now plays with Slash, uh, is on oh on oh that God. movie. God. There's a whole bunch of people, a whole Dude, bunch of like LA of studio guys in that movie. Like, uh both of the bands on that movie are comprised, basically, of, like, entirely session musicians. It's pretty cool. Like, okay. Zach Wilde plays guitar. Uh, Jason Bonham is on drums. The bassist is uh, the guy who played for Dawkins. Now he plays for Foreigner. Like, mm-hmm. they're legit musicians.
1: Uh, that's pretty cool, man. And so it's literally one of the last movies of the last great decade before life kind of really got fucked up. It, it was yeah. one of
3: the last really innocent movies, I feel. Rockstar.
2: Yeah. I mean, it has Mark Wahlberg in it, and he uh, blinded an Asian man, so I don't, hey, <laughs> hey. I don't know if he's innocent exactly. <laughs> he, did,
3: he did not apologize for it for like 25 years. So there's... Oh, That's true. That's true.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know, man. A payday is a payday. Didn't uh, who else did that? What was that movie? Is it Breakfast at Tiffany's where somebody played a
2: no? That's a a song that they play at the grocery store. That's true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I said, What about
2: (laughs) Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, it's a banger.
1: Um, (laughs) have you ever, uh, you know. I'll tell you something. Then we, we talked about this a little bit last week, or, or we were going to, and then we got sidetracked. But the new Batman just came out. Have you ever seen the original Batman with the fake Asian guy as the bad guy?
2: Uh, like, because if you, if you have Adam I, West type shit, no, like, we're no. talking
3: like World War Two era. Oh, the That sounds interesting. Wow,
2: yeah, it's, like it's real it's, Bob Kane hours, huh?
1: oh yeah yeah I, I figure bob i think bob kane was still alive probably nice. bill finger too nice but uh you know why yeah, I, they
2: called him bill finger right why is that because <laughs> that's his name oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was i was i was sitting i was taking the bait i was gonna i was waiting on the punchline <laughs> but uh so you guys you guys it sounds like you guys do pretty much on your show what we do on this show we have a song as an excuse to actually sit down and hit record and then yeah i mean we we uh we
3: are the structure of it is uh buckethead is that at this point made uh over 300 albums in a series of albums he calls pikes which are released albums that are approximately half an hour each. Mm -hmm. and uh he releases them on a schedule anywhere from like 20 in a year to 117 yeah that sounds right (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh lord right he's
2: he's a he's a prolific man uh he'd be out there dropping these these bangers in -hmm. some cases not always bangers but you know sometimes um and like It it was, I am unfortunately cursed with being the one who came up with the idea. And, uh, you know, Britt and I had been talking about doing a podcast for a long time, but we had never really figured out an idea that really worked for us. And I was like, you know what? Buckethead, dude, like he has like 300 fucking albums, like. Why don't we just at, re-
3: review? At that time, he only had, I believe, a uh, 284.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Only now 284. He had 301,
3: so yeah. since yeah. then, 17 just crept up on us. And-
2: yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and then so like I was like, hey, well, why don't we just like we take like three of those each week and we review them, and then we started with that, and then we bolted on so many segments that now the majority of our show is not buckethead related. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> so- that's very true. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really just a big tangent about like yeah. what we think about like culture.
2: Yeah, that's and you, specifically like music related though, I would say like yeah. that's the one thing that we like kind of always come back to. You. So we're always talking about music because we're both musicians, like longtime musicians, and you mm. know fans of music, and especially like mm. I would
3: not go so far as to say I'm a fan of
1: music.
2: Okay. Yes. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. There. There you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. so like, uh, we have another friend from uh, a podcast called What the Famicom and it's a podcast for a uh, video game podcast for people who ate video games so Britton what oh, I'm hearing is, is this is uh, your take on this on this music thing I'm unfortunately
2: yeah. cursed to have to listen to music Yeah, uh, it's just like it's something that like my brain is like you know you gotta listen to this and I have to keep doing it and I can't stop Right. And you, that that kind of sucks. I've been around for now thirty three years, and like I'm still doing it. And now I'm sitting in front of a, a green screen with a toilet background and talking to y'all about <laughs> Duff McKagan. So like my yeah. life is uh, I'm I'm at the the lowest point of my life. Uh, <laughs> but, you know,
3: Actually, we should definitely mention that Duff is a local celebrity here. Yeah,
2: yeah, I yeah, live-
3: yeah he In Seattle, um, mm-hmm. I've seen his uh. Yes, a Stooges cover band, I think. I think that's who they cover. I don't remember. Some band I don't care about. I saw him play <laughs> on the, um, they did a free concert on the roof of Pike Place Market, which is like the most Seattle thing anyone can possibly that's do. super fucking oh, Seattle. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was, it was pretty cool. I got just wasted and watched Duff McKagan. Touch.
2: I actually have a Duff McKagan story as well. Uh, I was at a show at a local venue called El Corazon. Terrible <laughs> venue. Don't go there if you're in Seattle. It fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> But like the
3: the bathroom looks exactly like it it looks exactly
2: like this. Like this could be the El Corazon bathroom. You wouldn't even. Except they like, stickers. Yeah. They
3: Cut all of the uh the like the, the stall doors in half so you can no longer OD in the stall.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like you know what's fucked up? Like if there's also no door on the men's bathroom there. If you walk by the bathroom and look in, you can see everyone who's shitting. Like you can just see it. Like <laughs> it's just and you have to walk by the men's bathroom to get to the women's bathroom. And like <laughs> or, honestly, the men's bathroom round. there.
3: anything like the men's restroom is at the crux between like the two bars there
2: yeah so it's like if you're coming out of the bar or walking to the women's restroom or walking to the other bar you can see everyone who is shitting and also
3: i believe the only atm in the entire place is
2: right in front of of the door that is no longer there (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so like if you turn around you're like oh oh i didn't want to see that but all right here we are this is you know, a behemoth not, show and I need you know, to avoid this. A
3: lot of thrash metal musicians taking a shit. My, yeah. My- so <laughs> many, so many yeah. death metal dudes too. Like yeah. just, uh, yeah.
2: you know, it's one of those places. Anyways, was like, I, I was what, at a show. I was at a show there. Uh, I actually don't remember the show, unfortunately, but I remember, like, I was in, so th- th- that that venue split up really weird. It's like, it's like the shape of a crescent moon, kind of, uh, and there's, like, a bar on one end, and then there's, like, a hallway, and, like, where the bathrooms are, and then there's, like, another bar where you can't see the stage from the bar, but there's, like, TV screens that show you what's happening. It's really stupid. It's a terrible venue. Uh, <laughs> anyways, like, I was in the big bar, the one that's, like, separated from the, the main area, and, uh... I remember i was like drunk and i was talking to someone and i was really animated like you know like i am right now basically you know telling a story and uh they were like oh my god or somebody interrupted me telling this story and was like hey 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 duff mckagan's over there and so i turn and there's like a tall guy standing over there tall blonde guy and i'm like okay and then I go back to my story and that's all I remember from that night. I, I don't remember caring at all that Duff McKay cool. was there. I remember a lot of people caring about him being there and like kind of surrounding him. But I remember avoiding that. Cause I was like, that sounds dumb. Like, and also I don't, care so oh, oh one more Duff McKagan story uh his voice is on the airport it is like, yeah, that's like, I was just gonna say yeah okay, yeah 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 you, you so, can talk about it so,
3: yeah uh, uh when you go to the Seattle airport for some reason on the loudspeaker every like 10 minutes they have a different like Seattle celebrity and they have like Duff McKagan they've got um Eddie Vedder and they got someone else from Seattle
2: Steve Ballmer Probably,
3: Some, probably like, like gates but like, yeah. So, like, if you're in the airport at the right time, you'll just hear like,
5: "Bing bong,
3: hey,
2: this is Dumb Kagan from Guns and Roses." <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, don't leave your bags unattended. If you do, they may be confiscated.
3: And also, <laughs> if you see something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, <boom. laughs> like.
1: Right. Like it's a out oh,
2: <laughs> it's yeah.
3: really wonderful and surreal, and I love the Seattle airport.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. It's probably Sir Mix a lot. It's probably the other one. That's he's that's probably... it. Yes,
3: you are hundred yeah. percent correct. Sir Mix a lot yeah. definitely does a voiceover up it's, on that. Yeah, yeah.
2: he's like it's, he's like the local celebrity from... that you drag out to everything.
3: Not like, not he's not local though. He's from Bremerton.
2: Oh, that doesn't count. Oh.
3: Yeah, like is <laughs> like. He's there with the MXPX in terms of Seattle celebrity.
1: You know, yeah. I would say, arguably, more people know who Sir Mix-a-Lot is than knows who Duff McKagan is. Probably.
3: Was, I mean, yeah, he's, he is more relevant in a way, especially since uh, Nicki Minaj had that huge Anaconda song like three years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. a yeah. and hit, like more recently than Duff. I
2: mean, his Anaconda don't want none.
1: You <laughs> bun got buns on. Yeah. Well, I mean, as it should be. So Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> exactly as it should be. Um, the
3: line is about him, like with his snake at like a hamburger restaurant, and uh, <laughs> they ran out of bread.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
1: feeding the snakes some Burger King.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no
0: buns. He's, he needs
3: his
1: carbohydrates. Come on.
2: <laughs> what is he supposed to do? Yeah. I ain't got more. No more frozen mice to feed him.
1: Yeah. He'd be like, You're going to make me say it? You're really going to make
2: me say it? <laughs> it's the vibe. It's the vibe. Yeah. Oh, man. That's
3: funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. We, we love our local Duff.
2: It's we good. do. Uh, but, anyways, that's what our show is like is just uh, Britt and I, and sometimes a guest, often a guest, actually, these days, uh, just talking about shit. Yeah, mostly,
3: mostly talking about uh, the Duff McKagan voiceover at the airport.
2: Yeah, we, we actually told that story on the podcast, <laughs> at least, definitely.
3: Or three times at this yeah, point. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> well, it's a new one to us, to our ears and our listeners so far, so... I mean, that's always oh, good. Yeah. yeah. But doesn't it kind of, like, in a way, when you think about it, does it not kind of, like, set you back a little bit just how big he is in real life?
2: Yeah, Basically. he's a pretty tall guy. Like, I... Um, like I'm pretty tall. Britt is taller than me. Uh like I'm six one. Brit, you're what, six four, six three, something like that? No. Yeah. And uh Like, Duff's got to be at least, like, 6'4", 6'5", like, at least, right? Like, that dude's pretty fucking tall.
3: He's also, like, insanely skinny and, like, fit, which, like, really offsets it, because he's got, like... Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. ...or butt, but he actually has, like, pretty broad shoulders, and he's, like, big arms, so... Yeah,
2: he's just, like, he's an... Like, he's definitely easy to spot in a crowd, for sure. Mm, No,
3: Well, I'm 6'2",
2: and I felt like he
1: was way bigger than me, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's... I felt, I felt like that too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. When I saw him in that bar that one time, I was like, that guy, (laughs) he's pretty big. Do you remember that?
3: Do y'all have any like metal, like any musicians or anything that you've met that are like way bigger than you thought in real life or way smaller?
1: Uh, Axel's a lot shorter than I expected. He's like um, five nine or something, though, right? He's like yeah, Slash type. is a little bit shorter than I expected. I always, I always, you got to remember, we're looking up at him from the yeah. stage. So then right, you meet him right. in real life when they're on the ground at your level, and mm-hmm. and it just it's it, it jars you a little bit because you're right. used to looking up at him. So uh, definitely, I remember Triple H was huge. Triple H is a big boy, yeah. Um, That's
3: fucking, I mean, he's just a piece of meat. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, Frankie Muniz was was short, but I mean, I, I came you would into that one, that right? I mean, yeah, like, okay, we, yeah, we we uh, grew I mean, up
2: when like Frankie Muniz was playing a teenager on TV, so we like we expect him to yeah. be small. Right, even though he is like a grown ass man for sure at this point, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: kind of an <laughs> asshole in real life. If I'm really
3: bad, CTE, so I hope uh, that that's his excuse.
1: <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. Uh, I don't I want to save some of that because we're getting ready to tape. Uh, Rick's actually making a podcast on our channel on our feed oh. about that pretty soon, oh, so, so all right, a little sneak peek there, and um. Let's see who else. I mean, you know, Richard Fordish, you don't, you know, he's pretty Oh, he's about average. Uh, but he's really fucking skinny. Like, mm, yeah, there ain't nothing to this dude. He's like a hundred pounds soaking wet. So uh, why is
3: it why is it like every lead guitarist in LA is the skinniest person of all time?
2: <laughs> the the it's a your- guitar thing. It's a guitar thing. Like as a as a person that has played lead guitar in 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 a few bands, not a ton of bands, but a few bands, you know. Yeah. Like I am also a tall skinny person and like I mean I'm fatter now. I'm not. It was say,
3: like once you stopped playing lead guitar in bands. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah i like that. Yeah, well and also like i i drank a bunch of beer and yeah. move around for like two years now at this point so yeah no. yeah well when
1: your only <laughs> exercise is just fucking all the time and you quit playing guitar then you know you, yeah. you know you lose you get, the, weird, uh...
2: you get a weird body shape from because you're working out like ab muscles but it doesn't necessarily burn like ab area stuff, right like right you, like, you get like really you get really buff legs like i have really buff legs but not really anything is
3: like else. The, uh, is your like workout regimen just like uh, hovering over the toilet at the Arby's restroom? Uh, well, you know, I'm in the Arby's <laughs> restroom right now, as you can I mean, see it's behind like... me. Dominant exercise like... because <laughs> you're going, and also like your, you know, the, the leg muscles. Upper That's a calf upper. workout.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing, like, street it's squats a- or whatever. that shit. Yeah.
2: I always go to Arby's when I when I got to do something really nasty because they they got that hose hookup in the wall. Oh yeah, you know, you know, know. it's like really love the hose down. Yeah, yeah. you know it's like, it makes it easy to clean up. They got the drain in the floor; you just blast it.
3: You can make some
0: work real quick there. Waffle stomp.
3: Uh, I think that's what. Um, that... No
2: waffle something necessary. It's ah. just you know just spray it down.
3: You know that song WAP? Uh, that that sample from it. There's some hose in this house. I think that's what. That's uh-huh. it's like, cool. yeah, ah, that it's like we have a drain the in the shit.
2: bathroom floor and <laughs> yeah. we've got a hose hook hookup. And we, the hose in this house, yeah,
1: some hose in this house, <laughs> there's a hose <laughs> anywhere. Hose in shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's going way that. back now. How long ago was it that that song came out? Because we reviewed two it on this ago? show two years ago, it like was
3: a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, we did music
2: video watch along, right? Well, I feel like that was 2019 when that song came out,
0: almost two and a half, three.
2: Yeah, like yeah, because that definitely happened. I feel like that happened the summer before coronavirus.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Hm. it was definitely a summer song because I
2: remember definitely, it. definitely.
1: Yeah, I remember when. Why, why did we get a hold of it? Like, <laughs> what happened? Bro, you I, you, I you think... wanted to
0: do a music video watch long of it, so I'm like, all right, fuck it, Let's do it in a <laughs> podcast, and we just completely eviscerated it. <laughs>
3: Well, it's because you didn't have the context of the Arby's hose. Oh, yeah. Now it makes now sense. You really understand, Steve. right? Now like, like, you gotta redo it. it with that context. Uh, well, that's yeah, why also, the pussy's so wet,
1: also. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Nothing, <laughs> 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 Nothing <laughs> gets pussy wetter than an, Arby, than an Arby's hose. Okay, bathroom. see, like, Arby, see I'm down with soul. the hose. I've been
1: I've been mishearing the lit. I thought it was I thought it was like wet ass pussy, but it turns out it's wet ass and pussy. So <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On the Arby's hose. Yeah. 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 Down. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Okay. See, I'm glad we're putting all these things together now. It's really opening my eyes there.
0: Oh, Arby's just, hose um, uh, makeshift bidet over here.
2: oh yeah tie yeah yeah you leave it there you got a bidet too yeah there's so many advantages
0: i'd love a bidet like that that.
2: (laughs) i would love i would love fast food restaurants to have bidets in their restrooms like right that so would I mean, love
1: every bathroom
2: to have a bidet um, in the yeah, right? Yeah, yes.
3: this is rock. If you if you've never used a bidet, get on that shit. It rules. Yeah, like Yeah, it's just fucking always feels nice.
1: It's like I, I, I that fucking I, rainbow bridge, dude. You never yeah. want to go back. To yeah, for like sure. Like
2: I I am proud that I am the person who bought Brit uh you I brought you your first bidet. I'm yeah, happy right. with that. I was like I was like, bro, do you really not have a bidet? And you're like, no. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna get you one for your birthday. And so I did. <laughs> and okay. you're like, wow, uh, holy shit.
3: Yeah, with the <laughs> amount of um uh how do I put this? The amount of buttholes I eat.
2: Well, so that was why <laughs> that's why I bought it for you, because you kept talking about like sticking your tongue in buttholes, like people's buttholes, and I was like, yo man, do you really not have a bidet? Like you just be raw dogging that shit? Like <laughs> I mean, my dude.
0: First shower <laughs> house, like,
3: a shower is like a uh, you know, it's, it's a big a bidet. First, yeah, it's a, it's a whole, a whole body <laughs> bidet. <laughs> <laughs> off of about now. I love the bidet so much. Is like uh, I'm gonna go take a body bidet, and they're like, "What? Oh, I mean, uh, sorry, a shower. Uh, a shower, a shower, yeah." It, it's a yeah.
4: Look, bitch,
1: <laughs> <laughs> ass in there on that bidet. Hell yeah, hell, hell yeah. yeah, love that. We love that. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's funny. That is funny i didn't think of that but you know what that since i have um also embraced my sluttier side you know it got, it's a hundred percent there for me yeah but that's oh. an advantage i didn't uh, didn't occur to me like, hmm.
3: oh it's it's wonderful got yeah
2: it's really wonderful it's, it's eat a eat whole
3: fruit you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know man uh, eat from the tree of knowledge close, <laughs>
2: Eat, eat
3: from the tree of ass, eat from the tree of uh, Helen album. Album. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure I bumped into it a few times <laughs> while I was down
3: there. Yeah, you know, accidents happen or purposes happen. All
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, fuck. Whoops, I was gonna ask you a question,
2: not
4: oh, oh, for oh. deleting
1: it, oh, whoopsie, <laughs> <Yeah>. get <laughs> It don't take with that going wrong one time to make you never want to do it again. That's true. Cool. Uh,
3: That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, you just you just you count your lucky stars every time it goes right. And, uh,
1: so when you saw Duff McKagan, Britt, uh, did you uh, see Loaded? Did was it Duff? Was it Walking Papers?
3: Uh, no, it was I do not uh, I don't. I don't even know what the
1: name of the band was. One second, let me let me look this up real quick. Uh, McKagan. Because I feel like all of those bands hit Seattle
0: pretty hard.
2: They probably have to. I mean, like, Homie lives here. It's, it's convenient. Duff, you know, Look, man, he I'm was gonna invested tell ya, in
0: Seattle, literally. So, so,
3: this was back in 2015, and uh, his band is called Four Stooges. Or, no, no, no. Uh, Raw Power, I, I think. Raw Power. So, it was uh, Duff McKagan. Oh, I didn't know that. So, it was Duff McKagan, Mike McCready, who's the guitarist for Pearl Jam. Uh, barrett martin and mark arm i don't know who those guys are oh Barrett martin was a, of the screaming trees and mark arm oh, wow. mud honey so it's like
2: wow that was a super super group yeah. as they say yeah
3: ever but yeah they they played a fucking concert on the fucking
2: why were you there
3: because i heard that like there was a free concert like duff mckagan's stooges band playing on the roof of pike place and like I live in Seattle, and uh, it's when I lived in Seattle that I could walk there, and I was like, "Yeah, I was just gonna fucking get drunk and hang out and watch a free concert on a Pike Place roof."
1: I mean, yeah. I'd go if it was free. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like,
3: I, I, yeah, free yeah. is free is worth it. Yeah, yeah. free he, yeah. and like it. It was like open air, so like they weren't checking tickets or anything. You could just walk in with a big old beer, which I did, and just, like, puke all over the sidewalk, which I probably did.
2: <laughs> as, uh. as one does. You know. After the Duff McKagan show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because oh, I,
1: I hate this song. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've come pretty close to having that reaction to a few Duff songs on the yeah. show. He has not had yeah. a good rep with us so far. No. uh
3: Yeah, I mean, we should we dive into the song? <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, Just we're, getting, we're gonna, we're gonna, get We're gonna get to it in a minute. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: I we mean, we can go it. ahead and start listening to it because. uh Oh, oh, that's
3: right. Because you're on Anchor, we can actually listen to the song.
1: Uh, can we just listen to the song on here? Because uh, we just
3: no. do. From uh, my understanding with Anchor, you're allowed to listen to any song that's on Spotify as long as you listen to the complete song.
1: Oh, well, we do that. We talk over it. Maybe that's why they
2: hadn't kicked us off yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Anchor is like the only thing you can actually do it on, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Man, isn't that that
2: fucking dumb? It's like it's so dumb that like you can play video game, like play a video game on the internet, like all day. It's chill, no worries. But if you like fucking play more than like 30 seconds of a song, any song, it's like Fuck you. Get the fuck off the internet. Like, you're fucking it's canceled. So your mom is dead. Like, fucking, <laughs> your kids are going back to their mother. Like, you fucking, no visitation. It's like, it's like laying it down. It's so hardcore. Like, what the Dude, yeah, fuck? It's, it's like, like you're back in the Arby's bathroom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> before before we get,
3: before, before, uh. I'm in, in the Arby's bathroom. No hose. It,
1: <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, it does piss oh, me damn. off because like fair use has been raped by the corporations so, so much fucked, now dude. Oh, dude. that it doesn't it, 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 like... even have like it's not enforced. It's, it's whoever has the most money wins.
3: Exactly. Well, it, it's yeah. enforced, but only like if you don't have lawyers like mm-hmm. they are so happy to take down like small artists and content creators and shit. But like, you know, if it's someone like, you know, doing like a political rally or something and like illegally using music without permission. They can't do fucking anything about it. You know, I don't
1: know. uh, Who was it that sued? uh, What was that woman's name that wouldn't let gay people get married in her town and all the Republicans? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Kim
1: Uh, something. Yeah,
3: yeah. That sounds right.
1: And then uh, she went to jail as she should. And then that Republican went and got her out, so he could have a big clan rally about how he got this woman out of prison, and <sighs> and uh, and uh, she came out to the on the stage to eye of the tiger in foreigner suit. Right. That's right, yeah. Survivor, survivor,
2: survivor, suit. yeah, survivor yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking tight. Good for them. Yeah,
3: yeah. Which you know, that's the thing, though. It's like it, it you can only do it if you have enough money and enough lawyers mm-hmm. to go against you know, people with the same amount or more lawyers than you, which is
1: I do love know. when politicians come out to like rocking in the free world or uh, born oh, in the yeah. USA. I, 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 don't oh, know, yeah.
3: I, I know y'all are wrestling fans. I don't know if you saw it, but uh at a Trump rally a couple months ago, he came out to takers <laughs> <laughs> theme with the bell and burning the fucking old taker theme like with the bells and shit it was amazing
1: <laughs> well, boss, what's like, like, I, I am not i
3: i do not politically affiliate anywhere near with trump but that is that is a bold move and i almost respect it Almost. I
1: could
0: almost.
3: I, so
1: like, almost. I, I can almost see like no chance in hell. But oh, like... Or like the
0: NWO theme or
1: something.
3: Oh, you know what? It would have been awesome if he came out too. Is uh, I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. <laughs> <laughs> a boy toy.
1: Boy toy.
0: <laughs> oh, you just like doing the jig like
3: this. <laughs> that,
1: <laughs> that, uh, yeah. That, oh, that, that would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> that would... Kurt yeah, Henney's yeah. old WCW song about, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Or well,
5: it's a big show.
1: <laughs> it's pretty big. Yeah. I've never seen another candidate talk about their dick size during the campaign trail. If nothing else, I'm glad I lived long enough to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, IRL SNL was so good when Trump went there. That's one good thing he did for this country. He gave us good Saturday Night Live again. Yeah. Bro, uh, the
2: last time I watched Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell was a cast member and all the jokes were about George W. Bush. Like, I, I fucking, I have not watched fucking that shit since 2002 okay latest like
3: like you, you you the last time you watched it uh keenan thompson was still like a featuring uh person there
2: Bru- <laughs> wait is he on snl
3: he is the longest running cast member on yeah. snl he has done
2: he was- i've never he's seen been him been since on there for he's like 20, there. 20
3: years uh he's the longest running cast member and has done the most sketches of any that's crazy that's member by like a factor of two it's that's nuts. crazy yeah you see, my no
1: argument with that is like most people do SNL to get famous and then mm-hmm. they go on to do movies and shit. Keenan did it in reverse, so he's going to be there forever. Like yeah, he was no, already famous, right? Did his right. movies and shit.
3: I, I don't think he really wants to do movies because the dude is cleaning up. Like he does, he makes a decent amount from SNL. You know, he, he only makes like $300,000 a year on SNL, which is like what the top cast members paid based on seniority and shit. But yeah. he's on so many fucking ads.
1: Like, well, he wasn't making that for fucking all that. I can tell you that, damn much. Or and Kale.
3: He's making so much money just like being on like T-Mobile shit and whatever. Like you know,
1: I I do know that it must have hurt when him and Kale auditioned and Kale didn't get it and he did.
3: Yeah, Kale, like yeah, he he didn't get it at all. He got uh, a terrible write-up from fucking uh, uh, Lauren Michaels, which is fucked up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a death sentence in uh, New yeah. York. Yeah.
0: That yeah uh, literally, like especially in the yeah. entertainment like business, like if Lauren Mike oh, you like, you know, you're going, you're going to off Broadway. That's you're like, not even gonna to get to do the tonight show. Nah, uh, hell no.
3: Yeah.
1: <coughs> uh whatever that shitty uh what's who's that shitty guy that replaced uh Jimmy Fallon when he took over the tonight show? Oh uh um, Jimmy Fallon?
3: Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon
0: replaced himself.
1: Uh uh Seth Myers. Oh, Seth, Seth Myers. Myers. Well, the late, mean, late late mean, late. More or than James G-Corton, Corden, hour. are you thinking of? Yeah. No, you could probably do James Corden, because it's not yeah. on NBC. Well, he's in hell,
0: yeah, a lot of those are in LA anyway. Like, he him did, and Kim will do it. Late. He's the worst one, though.
1: Well, that's fine, but look, dude, what I'm saying is, Lauren Michaels' influence is all over NBC. Like, it is. It's not I mean, he's, he's all
3: over everywhere. It's like, I mean, he he owns <clears throat> a very specific corner of the entirety of American comedy, which is... Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. But I'm telling you this crazy. man talking about who played presidents. We know who played Bush. We can mm-hmm. all remember who played fucking Trump. But I couldn't tell you who played Obama. Like, <laughs> I mean, that just tells me SNL yeah. wasn't very good back then. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, for well, sure. <laughs> I can tell you I who plays Joe Biden. Either. Jim Carrey went last time I saw it.
4: Yeah, which, which
1: was hilarious, by the way. I mean. <laughs> I'm not for Trump, but, uh, you know, I voted against Trump. I didn't vote for Joe Joe Biden. I voted against Trump. I feel that. Yeah. I feel And I'll vote against Trump if he runs again in 2024,
2: so. Oh, fucking A, right? (laughs) You know, I've been thinking about that shit a lot lately because, like, I mean, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Uh, That being said, like, there was something that was at least, like, compelling about his insanity like, I, instead of just, like, absolutely hating everything that the government does, at least, like, I hated everything the government did, and I hated one guy in particular who was, yeah, like, is, like, insane, and I was like, <laughs> there was, like, a a feeling you got from, like, following that and being like, what the f- like what the fucking shit like what the fuck is happening like i still feel that way but like back then it was like more insane shit it was like i was like trump bought all these guys mcdonald's and there's like a bunch of mcdonald's in the white house and i'm like okay like, like yeah but, sure. but I
3: mean, mcdonald's kind of rocks like i don't know I mean, that's like-
1: still the most cheapest thing these people have ever eaten and i'll bet not hardly any of that got touched by these fucking blue blood assholes yeah i mean when yeah. you feed off the blood of the living, I mean, <laughs> McDonald's is kind of a, a step down there. Very much so.
2: Yeah, certainly. The
1: living poor, particularly, let me put it that but you way. But you know, here's an interesting
2: <clears throat> tie to our podcast. So Donald Trump, big famous fan of Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Another famous fan of Diet Coke. The subject of our podcast, Buckethead. Yeah. So they, at least they've got that in common, you yeah. know. Big fan <laughs> of Diet Coke. A uh,
3: Buckethead and uh, Brian Mantilla, also known as Brain, who played uh, for Guns N' Roses for a while, uh, mm-hmm. along with Primus, a bunch of other bands. couple
2: of big cokeheads. Diet cokeheads.
3: Uh, diet cokeheads. They, 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 they travel to a certain um, jack-in-the-box, and I want to say like Indochino or something like that, in California. They will mm-hmm. go 50 miles out of their way to get the fizziest diet coke that they know they can find.
2: Hell okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Why we, not we just have... buy the spigot with the the the, the, the 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 maker in your home and do it there?
2: Uh, there's probably something it's, ritualistic about. Yeah, it, it, it's about Bernie.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of a, a religious thing.
2: Namaste. Okay, I I, mean, think I room, can. I can, can
3: actually by asking that question, I think he might be violating his HIPAA rights.
1: <laughs> I can kind of relate, I guess, in a way, because when I lived in Mississippi, we would drive eight hours to go to Whataburger. So there you go. There you go. There, you go. there you go. I'm not,
3: I'm not gonna, you know, barge into your fucking medical history here and ask you why, because I just <laughs> I know what's best. You, so.
1: <laughs> there you go. Fucking <laughs> Oh man. hell yeah! Uh, hell
3: yeah! I gotta go pee real quick. I'll be right. All back.
1: right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you away for a second. Then while uh while he's gone, before we get onto the song, yeah. uh, you guys did. Oh, oh lord, what did I do?
4: There, there we go. go. Let <laughs> me switch back to this.
1: <laughs> yeah uh Damn. well you guys do so much buckethead you say he's put out over yeah. 300 albums over 300
2: um, yes correct well no like just in this series like all in all he's he's released or been on it, uh over 400 albums <clears> Oh <throat> do
1: you think that's why he didn't last in gnr because he likes to play a song be done with it and go on to the next thing instead well, of playing the same thing over and over again and
2: I'll be completely honest. You know, like, what I think brought about his end in Guns N' Roses is, is Axel Rose. Like, I think that, like, uh, Axel has shown, at least with what he was doing with that band at the time, like, he had no idea what he was doing. Like, they were spending, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to, like, record and re record a bunch of songs and, like, not release anything. And that album ended up being the most expensive album. Like,. Mm-hmm. It ended up being insane, and I think that like eventually you just get tired million of that. Dollars. Say what? You know, we're
3: talking. We're talking about um the Chinese policy, yeah. yeah, I assume. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. How- Thirteen million dollars.
2: Like that's insane. But like, like yeah. I, it's an incredible grift. Incredible grift. Like, like that dude milked so much money from like record <laughs> companies. Like that is truly like savant level griftery. Like, mm-hmm. dude yeah. is. <laughs> An incredible crook. Like, one of the greatest thieves of all time.
3: I mean, but it, it, it's interesting, though, like, well, is he really a crook? Because he did have the collateral of one of the greatest selling rock albums of all time put up against it.
2: Well, I, what, what I mean in the sense of a grift is that, like, he managed to get these record companies to pay him and whoever was on his staff, mm-hmm. like significant amounts of money like very very significant salaries to essentially mm-hmm. do nothing for what 11 years yeah like yeah. what that's fucking amazing like <laughs> hell yeah axel rose but i think that like for Buckethead's perspective like it was probably a really good gig while well, it lasted but I-, I imagine that like after he was in the band for what like five years like four i think, I think. yeah yeah like that's a that's a long he played time. like three shows five no yeah. like
0: he played last like a tour and then yeah. that got canceled because of riots thanks Axel <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
1: after like totally. four what four or five shows <laughs> no
0: it was like a month I think they were like a month into that like two oh two North American tour
1: yeah okay
0: roughly around there because it was like Before I think they started like in October and the of
3: and the VMAs and a couple other things so
1: yeah long enough to freak out the uh, the GNR fans at the time and then go on his way yeah, yeah. I think sorry like, i, to, I keep, prob- keep picking weed out of my beard that's what i'm doing here. Oh, that's, in case that's, 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 that's <laughs> normal oh. shit man like yeah. that's just it's the way it
2: is sometimes Damn. like i was uh, like what
1: is this oh it's weed
3: that's the <laughs> things to have in your beard than that definitely but i
2: think like <laughs> i think uh i think buckethead in guns and roses like made a lot of sense he's a great rock guitarist and like mm-hmm. he can write great songs and like it makes sense to put him in the band yeah. like it's a mystery to me how he managed to be in the band for so long and make so much money and still really only come out of it with like a couple shows and like you know some stuff on that record Mm -hmm. but like good for him and good for axel and like it sounds like they're on fine terms you know it doesn't sound like it was like a bad thing so like good for everybody right
1: do it has it been confirmed how much uh bucket made because i know about how much the other guys have told me they made i don't want to talk about it on the air because they didn't tell me on the air i've never heard Um, them say it on another show
3: so, I mean, Buckethead's worth anywhere between 5 and $10 million that we know of right now. Over, there's a lot of things involved there, including uh, a big way he made a lot of his initial income was the licensing on Rock Band. Okay. Uh, you know, he had three three songs licensed on Rock Band, and one of them was on, like, a specific DLC package, which he made a ton of money on. Um, but he, uh, while he was um, recording like just studio tracks. What was it? I want to say we talked about it before and yeah, each studio musician. I want to say was getting paid like $11,000 a month.
2: It was, it was somewhere between five and 10 K a month. Something yeah. It was, like that.
3: it was, it was, it was a, a healthy, like, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year back in like the early two thousands,
2: which is fucking incredible. Money. To show up
3: to the studio and like not really do anything and record over his tracks over and over and over. Uh, and then you know
1: that's really close to what i've heard that like uh when the last iteration of the Chai Dem era version of guns and roses broke up what the band was making Mm -hmm. with the exception of dj i don't know his but i heard it was a whole lot more than what tommy or bumble or fortis were getting and that pissed everybody off
3: that sucks yeah i mean but but at the same time it's like you know, if you have like five, six guitarists on the album, like none of them is vital. Like you can yeah. you can hit, like and in especially the way that he had everybody retrack everything over and over and over. I imagine like pretty much everyone has tracked everything on that album, including the solos. So like you really only need like two or three guitarists. You just set, decided to like do a fucking Steely Dan with this situation and like mm-hmm. <laughs> pick and choose like fifty different fucking you know tracks to yeah. Make-
2: like I I really honestly wonder work. how they spent all that time. You know what I mean? Because like, dude, it doesn't take long to record a song like that, especially like with a good no. engineer and a good producer. That's well, like, keeping thing- you on track. Like, the
3: thing is, um, apparently they had almost. Two hundred songs written and recorded, or something like. According to oh, some different people, I've heard that. Um,
2: like, I would love to hear those songs. I wonder, like, why they never did anything. I mean, with you you heard a couple
3: like... of them, like uh, Bizarre, or is that yeah? Uh, the new one, Bizarre and Hard School, are both like kind of B sides from that era.
1: Oh, absurd! Absurd! Absurd, yeah. absurd! Absurd! Bizarre!
3: That's yeah. Bizarre!
1: Bizarre! I don't know, man. That was <laughs> cool. great.
3: Uh, but. but you know uh so you you definitely have heard other songs from that era and some of them i i actually like absurd like absurd to me was like this is like totally different
2: yeah i thought it was fine yeah it was like totally okay
3: yeah and like it 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 kind of felt timeless too like it was a a cool song that could have been made anytime between the 90s and now um no it
1: doesn't feature bucket in that version though
3: no no it doesn't uh I I, I want to no, say you know, that, that song was written by um Dizzy or something like that.
0: Dizzy and oh, wrote yeah. It, yeah, originally.
3: Okay, yeah, which is interesting that like I didn't, I don't think Dizzy's really ever had like full songwriting credits on anything before now.
1: Uh, his solo album didn't he? Well, well yeah, I'm talking was, about on, his on solo album was uh, yeah, him and Dale yeah. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah so but, even there, he didn't get full songwriting credit. Interesting. Yeah, but that's a good point. With uh, with Dizzy, uh, have you guys ever done the thing that I keep telling people on the show to do where you listen to Shackler by Buckethead and then immediately follow it with Shackler's Revenge?
3: I have no, Uh we've we've talked about Shackler and Shackler's Revenge, I definitely have, yeah, Bucket Fact, I think, because do they
1: not blend together very well? The
3: thing is, like, they're obviously not the same song at all, like, right have the same riffs at all or anything but they do like actually flow together and i feel like it was something very intentional on bucket's part
1: i think that if uh if they would have done like you know how um slash always did the godfather solo into sweet child of mine if they would have did that with Shackler and gave gave buckethead his solo before shackler's revenge that would have been a really cool live uh
3: cool um Although I do really like Buckethead's live solo set with Guns N' Roses.
2: Yeah, I have watched that too. It's pretty Yeah.
3: Neat. It's got some some cool like um like he's got a medley of like uh his song For Aunt Susie in there and a couple others and like it's but it it works. It works really well for him. <clears throat> it's distinctly different from like, you know, Slash's into his solo thing and it's 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 different but it's also you know also very kind of like thematic and theatrical like I, i think buckethead was a great idea for a replacement for slash i don't know if he worked out exactly how they thought he would but it was a great idea
2: yeah like i feel like whoever made that final call which is probably axl rose Mm -hmm. right like like, definitely like that that was an inspired choice i like i do still think that like he's a great choice for a lead guitarist in Mm -hmm. that band and especially at the time like you know he was an unusual character like the world was in a weird place like it made sense um Now, maybe not as much.
3: No, now insane. Like, for anybody to hire Buckethead is like
2: (laughs) guitarist. I'd be like, really?
1: (laughs) I mean, I can see it for other bands. Like, I wouldn't be stunned if it happened with some kind of metal band like I don't know Disturbed or some shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even like, <laughs> I would, uh, dude, dude, I would, like I, I can like,
2: imagine, I could imagine a West Borland, you know, head I collaboration. Yeah, that. playing
3: with Biscuit would actually make sense. That would like,
2: plays. but it would be an, that would be amazing. I would, yeah. You know, or, uh, or you, I mean, like, it'd be like going Buckethead. to see Buckethead. Def
1: Leppard and then here comes Buckethead <laughs> on guitar. It's like, yeah
3: next to vivian campbell and
1: now he he fits into the chai Dam era very well to us because Mm -hmm. we're used to it hey can you explain that
2: term to me can you explain the term that you just used chinese democracy oh
3: chinese democracy yeah Yeah,
2: okay uh yeah in case
1: you haven't
2: if you in case you haven't figured it out i'm i'm stupid Uh, oh no oh god come
1: on Uh, what do you guys think about Bumblefoot then? After Buckethead left, he was pretty much with all of his riffs, the only person I think that could pull most of them off was uh,
3: Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot is uh, technically a great idea for a replacement for Buckethead. Because he is very much uh, a whoever,
2: Buckethead-like character. However,
3: it, it, on the same breath, I don't think Bumblefoot is a good replacement for Slash at all.
1: Mm, okay. That's no, an
3: interesting I'm, perspective, yeah. Hmm because bumblefoot i mean he's very good at what he does but yeah. he doesn't he doesn't ever put like you know showmanship or image to the front which is kind of what you know a band like guns and roses is, is all about yeah you know, it's like uh hey we're playing cool music but
1: like check us
3: out kind of feel
1: i liked bumble because his gimmick was like he's one of the dudes like he's one of the he's like your boy that you know you hang out with he, every he, day. And then
3: the time, he's so obviously like a LA studio session musician, like a guy who is kind of, uh he seems like he could be one of the boys, but it's more like he just like has curated the image as one of the boys. And really he just wants to go home and listen to like dream <laughs> theater on SACD. <laughs>
0: I mean he was in the kind of like a dream theater knockoff band. I don't know if you're
3: yeah, yeah. well, I mean he's, he's in he's in so much. He's uh right now his gig is he's the uh, lead vocalist in guitarist for Asia.
0: Whoa. He yeah, the right. Moment Asia?
3: Yep, yeah, that Holy band. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> wait, wait, who is Bumble is? thing? Yep, hundred percent.
1: I did not <laughs> know that. I, I, <laughs> I, I really didn't, and I keep up with him pretty well. Yeah. Damn.
4: Uh, <laughs>
5: Yes, yeah,
3: a couple of years now yeah i i yeah uh, we you know i i do a lot of weird research on the, so i've i've done way too much bumblefoot research uh, <laughs> all
1: right i can i i can't uh move forward uh away from the buckethead conversation about asking about the only bucket head song that i think most people out here uh would know Hey-oh. as a matter of fa- let me just uh cue it up here um Give me just a second here. Make to make some things happen. I think you guys probably know what I'm gonna play here in just a second. Let me get past the ads because I use YouTube for all my shit because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay for shit.
3: If we're talking like Buckethead solo, there's like three songs I think you could play. Nah, there's yeah. only one
2: song, man. I know. No, nah, there's there's only
3: one.
1: There's <laughs> He's one. right. Oh, here <laughs> it is.
3: No. Oh. All right,
1: he's not on it.
3: I I hate to tell you this. No, he he plays guitar on the soundtrack for Power Rangers, but he's not on that song.
1: That's the one everybody tells me about. That hey, that's Uh, no, they think it is a
3: different guy. Uh, he he plays Mm -hmm. a couple guitar tracks on the Power Rangers movie soundtrack. But he is not on the Power Rangers song.
1: Oh, I thought he wrote this shit.
3: No, unfortunately, it no.
1: Instantly loses a little coolness. Then, yeah, I he. I
3: mean, he has a he has some good uh, guitar tracks also on uh, the soundtracks for Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, as well. Shit. Sure. Um, Last Action Hero yep. um, and Ghosts of Mars. Ghosts of Mars. Yeah, he does a lot of that soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, so I what know,
1: song? What song are we referring to as the one that everybody knows?
3: Uh, uh, I
2: would sing "Uh, Soothsayer." Yeah, Soothsayer, definitely. Yeah, that's that's Soothsayer like his like, big song. Yeah, for that, sure. And also song. Like, song.
3: it was also like one of his big songs on the uh either rock band I think it was rock band. Yeah,
2: if you look, uh, if you look, if you type uh, "Buckethead" into YouTube, it's one of the first response, one of the first ones that comes up the is the Soothsayer.
3: More than ten million views, I think.
2: Yeah, it's 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 got many, many. Double
1: that. Views. It's at twenty.
3: Oh
2: no, shit.
1: Wow, yeah. ten million last
3: year. Wow, that's crazy. Good for him.
1: Yeah. Huh. I was expecting something a lot less chill. Oh,
3: he's it's,
2: a, it's just a really beautiful solo. Yeah, he's, it's,
1: got he's got a awesome. lot
3: of. It, it, it's, it, stuff that tends to rise to the top for him is like really emotive, like soaring solo type stuff, mm-hmm. which is not what he's known for. Really, like most people think he's just kind of like weird metal. You know, he's yeah, right in the same box as like. Primus and stuff like that, because you know mm-hmm. he's you played around with him a bunch and it makes <clears> sense, <throat> but um like he has a huge, huge breadth of material, and he has played basically every type of genre you can think of. Like there's there's something uh for everybody in Buckethead, but yeah. it's
1: spread out <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna ask you one more question. Uh, uh I keep saying that uh is there a story that we haven't heard yet uh now we've told the one on here million uh, well a million times about the we all know the hardcore porn and dog shit story and yeah in the studio
3: which is uh brian mentia has said that's Mm -hmm. completely untrue bucket spoke on the subject but i mean a guy who was in the studio at that time said all of that is absolute bullshit yeah, so, uh,
1: I'm choosing not to believe him in this. World. I like I like I, it much better. You know, don't, we don't I,
2: I can res- I can respect that, like as somebody who also wants to believe like I can respect that. But but Brian Mantia is unquestionably the most authentic source of information about Buckethead Absolutely. outside True. of Buckethead himself. Like he is yeah. the most authentic person yeah. to- who has spent a lot of time with the with the man mm-hmm. like he knows him. He, they are friends. Yeah, and like there so is like, evidence that of them get... spending a lot of time together. Yeah, like if if he says that that didn't happen, like that didn't happen, like
1: yeah. for sure. Then what happened that inspired that story? Like who put was, that out? The Guns
3: and Roses A and R manager and their manager at the time put that story out there. Yeah, he did. And he's oh, probably all no. Yeah, he's <laughs> called out on a ton of shit and just. Yeah. So that's a lot not of the... his stuff from around that time, and just about Guns and Roses in general, has been proven to be entirely inaccurate. So. Yeah, that but, is
2: not. Yeah, there's yeah, de- definitely not the only thing that he has said that is untrue. So, like, are we yeah, talking yeah. about
0: Goldstein? No, it's not talking bro. Because yeah, 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 yep, yep, because they're like, oh, maybe this guy can get a fucking album out of this band. He got one out of Axel, you know, in '87 or whatever. Yeah, I think Sutah was probably just salty because he got fired by Axel within like six months. But I told you,
1: man, they should have uh, got dude. Phil Spector, man. They'd have got that fucking album out if they'd have got dude, Phil Dude, they would have got a fucking and
0: trilogy. And
1: then
3: maybe Phil Spector wouldn't have, like, killed, shot someone in the head point blank.
1: I, I mean, not unless I mean, he, he had to. I guess if you don't want to find out, you better get your ass in that goddamn studio and start recording this fucking album, I guess. Yeah, is she's what she's
3: sure. That's an interesting... I would have liked to have seen a uh, fucking...
2: Rick Rubin.
1: Know.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah. Rick, yeah Rubin. Rick Rubin. He's he's the guy who's like he can get an album done in like two weeks and somehow it's always good. And I'm like, what? No, they recorded that in two weeks,
1: and then it's I'm like, yeah, all right, this
3: is good. Shit, send uh,
1: that motherfucker over Axel's way. <laughs> I would
3: love to hear Rick Rubin take on fucking Guns N' Roses. I think that would be amazing. I think he could recreate them in a cool way, like in a meaningful way. Like, yeah. he's with so many people, but he did it with Johnny Cash. You know, he made he's like, Johnny Cash, fucking sing Nine Inch Nails. And Cash yeah. like, what? And, and <laughs> he's then...
2: like, what? I don't want to say shit. Can I say thorns instead?
3: <laughs> 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 That's, that sounds good, Christian. Do that, Johnny. Uh, I'm just gonna like do some weird distortion stuff. Fine. And then. And then fucking, it's gold. It's amazing. It's, it's like one of the I mean, best ever recorded. Yeah, it is
1: impressive considering the man died like two weeks later. He could probably barely talk yeah. to get his way through a fucking recording. Yeah, and he then he's, like, anyway. he's
2: like, he's like, here, Rick, uh, sing this Danzig song. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Manzig. He's like, no, it's Danzig. <laughs> he's like, what is that? And he's like, that place in Finland. He's like, sure. Uh. <laughs>
3: It's like, listen, I just own half the rights to all of Danzig's recordings. So this is making me money. Just do it. All right, John. <laughs> Fucking. <Mother>. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I might pay for Johnny Cash singing Danzig. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Do <laughs> Fucking.
3: Uh, uh, the American recordings, one through four, are all amazing. And Danzig, one through four, all amazing. Thanks, Rick yeah. Rubin. Thanks, Rick Rubin
1: well uh guys with that we're gonna go ahead and hit play and uh we're gonna take a listen to a little bit of duff mckagan and hopefully we don't just uh burn our energy for nothing here because at yeah. least we waited to the end <laughs> i've been stalling i've stalled long enough
0: so, yeah man the conversation has been flowing man i can't complain
1: yeah uh, let's get this over with don't ruin it Duff. <laughs> yeah fucking McKagan.
5: that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is he going to be doing his fake uh, Cogni voice in this, you think?
0: Yeah, 20 bucks is yes. Okay.
1: Uh, are, are, we all gonna, are we all going to make a bet?
2: Kind of,
3: I, I, I already listened to the song like a dozen times today. I, I
2: listened um, to it several times today. Yeah, okay, I see, I have not listened to research. it at all. So like, <laughs> I love how everybody did more <laughs> oh, research it's than it's me. Long.
3: Go ahead and hit play. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes it's time. Like, <laughs> Okay. okay. The way the drugs kick in after that little we're we
1: like about that. to get a decent fucking song out of duff mckagan
0: holy shit this, could this be the first this... in a long ass time
1: i can't think of a second one but okay I'm digging it. Yeah. No, like, hon-
2: like honestly, I didn't hate this song. Like I do disagree oh. with one part in the song uh, and I can talk about that. Um, I th- believe it's already happened here um, at one. At one of the lines in the song is, quote, I ain't dumb. And I think that might be a lie. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: I am not sure about the accuracy. Yeah, of mm-hmm, this exactly. statement, I
0: Require an IQ test. <laughs>
2: Yep. Not sure. Uh but the, I don't the song itself Luff is not bad
0: at all. Yeah. It's a good it's a good vibe. It's a good riff. I'm, yeah. I'm liking it so far.
3: Music's not bad. I feel it's very uh it, it has got a very LA studio musician sound to the whole thing.
0: Oh yeah. I was going to yeah. say it sounds like very 80s like he's like rips something yeah. from like uh any like insert like glam metal band here and it's like there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, like, it's like Warren's '90s stuff. It's you know, it's uh, yeah. Or White Snake's late '90s stuff. It's like yeah. In yeah. any like band you used to listen to a lot here, and then like their latter day material that's really well done. It's just like
2: not quite as good or catchy. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. it felt it did feel like well done, but yeah, it also it felt very like. This is like a classic 80s or like some kind of heavy rock band uh that's then doing like an alternative rock kind of flavor thing that's also, still in the same vibes as the old stuff but maybe a little alternative, you know.
3: So so my big gripe with the song is the lyrics. As like a um a lyricist myself, like the the rhyme schemes here, like all of the rhymes they're going for are so Basic, like, mm, go, oh, no, yeah, slow, know, yeah. Uh, truth, you that doesn't work, single yeah. wrong, that with me. um, <clears throat> yeah, um, I think, I think the uh, the real strength of the song is probably like in the musicianship of it, the mixing <clears throat> is really good, the bass yeah, tone is awesome, good. yeah, um, the guitars like work just fine. The drums are a little simplistic, but they work with the whole mix overall. Vocals yeah, he, are pretty good. Is Duff doing the vocals on here? Is he singing? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, cool. like the vocals yeah, are pretty
3: I'm good. Fine. Yeah, yeah. For good. for for the bassist singing, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with these
1: vocals.
2: Did, did he play uh, guitar or bass on this? Uh,
1: that's a tough call. I really don't know. I feel um, it yeah. depends on
2: the bass. track. It, it yeah, sounds. I think it varies.
3: It like his bass style and his bass tone.
2: That being said, though, like I, you know, I've watched a few Duff McKagan like music videos, and in every music video for his solo stuff that I have seen, he's always playing guitar. So I was curious as to like whether he, what he played on this, because like I feel like he's one of those people that like was probably very much a guitar player forced to play bass sort of situation, and uh,
1: I mean, he's good he, at it.
2: Yeah, yeah you know, he's does. great at it, like for sure. Um, yeah, it, it's it's like this song is totally fine. Is that that's how I feel about it? It feels like the sort of song where, like, I don't know if anybody, any of y'all have ever opened up like a digital audio workstation, like anything like you know, like Logic or Cubase, or Pro Tools, whatever you open that up and there's like a default track that opens where it kind of yeah. shows off like a mix you could do in it. And it's like, Hey, here's this like really kind of generic, but well done song. That's like, it that shows you all the features of the digital digital audio workstation. This felt like right. that kind of a song where it's like, okay. Oh cool. Like here's these example tracks that you can like look at for this like generic rock so, song.
3: So uh, on this Dude. track, uh, Duff McKagan played guitar and all guitars uh-huh. Um, Jeff Rouse played the bass and he was also the primary songwriter.
0: Yeah. okay. actually did the lead vocals too, Jeff Rouse. I've looked here on. Oh, is he
3: the. Okay, yeah. He's also listed as vocals, but both him and Duff
0: are listed as. Uh, yeah, because I'm looking at the Wikipedia thing for this. It says lead vocals on Translucent. So, huh. so Duff's taking a back seat for once.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's oh, why I he- not taking it like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh god, another fucking
3: oh, the uh, uh, so this is uh, apparently recorded over at Jupiter Studios here in Seattle.
2: Nice. Nice.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, Chris Why don't you do your thing where you give us your good radio voice and read us uh, some of these lyrics so we can like break them down and fully appreciate them before we play the rest of the song.
0: Yeah, appreciate these mad rhymes from Duff McKagan. All right. Yeah, I see right through. Everything you want me to believe is true. So don't lie to me because this freedom sure ain't free. Oh, God, that's fucking (laughs) true. this
3: freedom sure ain't free.
0: I'm sorry. I feel like QAnon oh. would use that line.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a not a good line. It's not. Uh, oh my god. It's like yeah, you the, uh, you know what they do? They uh, lure you into this false sense of security and because
0: uh, freedom sure uh, What's the free. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm
1: an American soldier.
0: <laughs> Just okay. fucking cute, real American. Where we go, I <laughs> put
2: a boot in you your shit. <laughs>
0: <Holy laughs>
1: Yo, oh, I've man. got something
2: completely unrelated, but I got to share it with y'all. I just like one of the things you said reminded me to look up this thing to this about this guy that I talked to early, earlier this week. Like, so I work like a, a tech support kind of job and like I interact with a lot. Sure. Squad. I work I interact with a lot of the public. And um, I was talking to this guy named Andy the other day who had like a problem with his computer or whatever. Like I fixed it, whatever. We started talking and he was like. I, he was like oh what do you do and i was like oh, i you know whatever and he's like how'd you get into doing this and i was like oh you know i uh like i used to do a lot of stuff with like audio engineering and like you know working on music and like playing in bands and that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you know that sort of shit and he was like oh yeah man you should get back into it i i've done a lot of audio work over the years blah 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 like you know that sort of stuff you should, you should get back into it and then i was like oh that's cool and so i just looked up who that guy is i looked up his name mm-hmm. and he is a very famous bass player who has played with Hart, Tracy Chapman, like, a oh. bunch of other people. Oh, Andy.
3: Oh, I know he's that Stoller. guy. He, no, no. Yeah. He, used to, he used to work at Bass Northwest.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he was, was super cool. cool. Yeah. Like, really sick dude. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize who he was. I and, like, know that
3: guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's he's, he's he's like a studio guy around here. He's pretty, Yeah. He's
2: recorded with a whole bunch of shit. A whole yeah, bunch he's, of bands. Like, just, super you know,
3: cool. I don't know. I wonder if he's working at the, um where Bass Northwest relocated to in fucking West Seattle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cool, cool Small dude. World. Yeah. Well, our, like, our speaking of bass players,
2: players. we got we yes. got bass players in our lives and in, and in our hearts. Seattle basses. Yes. All right. <laughs> Seattle bass players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh hell yeah. Anyway,
3: uh back to the lyrics. Where were we? Yeah.
0: Oh, hang on. Oh yeah. Right. So what's the cost supposed to be? Don't take me for old and dead. Uh, don't start singing about what is wrong. I'm thinking you ain't that strong to take the truth. I ain't dumb. I know it's you. <laughs>
3: like, so okay. this, this has got to be about like cheating or something, right?
0: Yeah. I feel like with a lot of like of songs we reviewed, he just talks about like woman and shit a lot for some reason. Like,
3: i mean i feel like that's that's uh the california thing if you're not like yeah. red hot Chili peppers and directly doing songs about california mm-hmm. you're doing songs about like just interrelational bullshit because that's all, i mean that you know you you live in a place where the weather's nice all the time you're rich and have all the money you could ever want like what's the fucking you know what what struggle are you writing about you know yeah
1: yeah yeah, i can see real. that that's one of the arguments i've made about a new gnr record like w- it, it wouldn't have the same grid as appetite did
3: oh definitely not it's like we made
1: like, it and we're old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and we've been rich for longer than we were ever poor now yeah and that, that's yeah. the
3: thing. it's like yeah I, I i get like what um you know use your illusion one and 2 were going for and i like them for what they are but like they are a symptom of the success of Appetite for Destruction. If Appetite were not that successful, they would have never made a fucking album like, you know, use your illusion. They wouldn't have fucking gotten a piano player and shit. Like Yeah.
0: They wouldn't have yeah. a budget to make the
3: album. Yeah. They they might have made something like, you know, the spaghetti incident, but like Yeah, um, Man, we couldn't avoid that one. We know oh, we boy.
2: know what the spaghetti incident is. Oh, mm-hmm. well, we do now, we do. We, right yeah, now. we uh, we've, we've experienced John that, Michael, that
3: together. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where can somebody you guys when you guys we, when you guys were on Tara and Robin and we and you guys read the <laughs> read the fan fiction. Yeah. Where is that at now? Did somebody isolate that and post
2: oh, it Oh, yeah. Somewhere? So, a Brit actually pulled it out of their stream, and we have released it as a podcast. So, yeah, yeah. y'all can listen to that. And they released
3: it as well. So, you can listen yeah. to it on either us or uh, Get and Hit a Bucket Cast or... Uh, nothing Lasts Forever. That was know, like that happen. was
2: so fun to read. I had so much fun with that. That, <sighs> was, uh,
3: that was a fun spur of the moment. Like, Not to put you on funny, the spot.
2: I think I could drop it on our feed before you
1: guys come on as a preview. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
1: yeah, that would be great.
3: Yeah, uh, be great. Send fun. me your email and I'll uh, email you the file.
2: All right, um, I will. I'll I've shoot it been, I've, to you in the private chat. I've been thinking about this because like I I would love to read more fan fiction on the air. We should
3: uh... I, I I know Spencer, you have been trying to read fan fiction. So like what we're going like, to do? other podcast, since. I'm like that's been the, my like, plan to get you guys on the whole
1: time. Podcast. That was the original plan. We can't
3: just do a podcast about fanfic cuz we're going <laughs> to wear people out like their are <laughs> only take so much. <laughs>
2: It's right. yeah. true, It's true. Uh, I, I love that. Like, it
3: only comes so much. So you can't. Um,
2: so, but here's my idea, though. How about we do this? How about we do a bonus episode of our show where we have y'all come on and we'll read a fan fiction um, and we'll just do that. We'll do it for fun. We'll just we'll have a okay. night of it. It'll be good. Uh, I'll, I'll select something for excellent for us. We'll, and... we'll
3: we'll do something. You know. You know what we're going to do, Spencer.
2: What's
3: that? Is you're going to select something excellent that is, of course, wrestling related. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make you watch the required uh, back wrestling. To no! no, I don't want to do this anymore.
2: This no. doesn't sound
3: fun. No, no, it does. Shut up. It's going to be fun. You, <laughs> No matter what, because you're gonna like choose like Bret Hart something. And I'm gonna be like, all right, I got like three matches for you, brother. Who we're gonna do this? I'd rather
2: hang out in this fucking like,
3: toilet. Fucking, uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, you know what? There, there are m- wrestling matches that do have toilets involved. So if okay. you really want to go there, I will make your dreams come true.
2: <laughs> I, I have no dreams like that. No, all right, no dreams like that.
3: There's some uh. tools in this house.
2: All right. All right. There's some <laughs> toilets in this house. I mean, All right. Apparently. I'm gonna, I'm going
1: to hit play cuz we're only a third of the way through the oh, song. Here we yeah. Go. Here let's we go. yeah, let's 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 listen to the song so. Uh... Guitar solos coming up. What, so you guys have heard it. Should I expect Sick or should I expect meh?
3: It's an it's a it's a fine chord solo. It, yeah, it's perfectly functional. Fashion. It's very like late nineties pop rock kind of guitar chord solo. It's, it's yes. good it's it's good for what it is,
1: I'll say. All right. Well here we go. Let's take a listen. Weird ass fucking transition. Yeah, I don't like it's that. a very
0: like pop punk solo. I'm like a Green Day song.
1: <laughs> I liked the, the solo just fine. It's just whenever all of a sudden it did it just like it's hard slammed on the brakes.
0: Yeah. Like it kind of Bridge time. I
4: see your faces coming
1: You, all right, all right, I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That why <laughs> your face is all, all cold and blue, uh-huh. your yeah. expression shows it's true.
0: Yeah, expressions make it true, it sucked the life all out of me. So, that's about okay. getting the blow job. No, that no, that's about that's, about that's, that's
3: job. no, that, that's about Duff McKagan sticking his dick in a dead girl's mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the now that you say that, yeah. and I actually, well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I was thinking it was the other way around. Like, I was hearing my face is cold and blue. And then I was like, oh my God. Her, life her right face
3: at... is cold and blue. Her expressions show it's true. Suck the life right out of me. Mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. That's the yeah, only. Because yeah.
1: <laughs> I really <laughs> always knew that my little crime.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh well, that's interesting stuff, McKegan.
5: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> don't stop singing. Oh, I hate,
3: I hate the LA breakdown. Do what? I hate
1: the
0: LA breakdown. The time breakdown.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, just maybe bass but definitely drums and, and vocal. Now I hate, hate it's very good. Good.
2: it. It kind feel a little out of mm. place here in this. Track. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. too...
3: It's it's too, too much like... Obvious. You're putting
2: too much faith in people wanting to sing your chorus. Yeah, like, It feels exactly. uncomfortable. Because this is speaking.
3: something like in concert you just... Yeah, yeah you, and you know, want to sing a lot to it. No, no, no.
2: And so like them doing it in a song like this, you're uh-huh. like, ah, this is like a thing they do live. It's not like a thing you keep in the recording. You know what I mean? Um, it, like, I yeah. That's
3: they like... want to give it that live energy though, which is a thing about a lot of like LA recordings is mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, it sounds like it's live. I'm like, no, it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, no you're you, like, you just want to give it like a wide sound. And that's what you're saying. Um,
1: all right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna polish it off, and then we'll do uh, closing thoughts, and we'll talk more about it. We got about a yeah. minute left. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's the lyric that uh, you especially hated, right there, is at the ends. Like he's like, I don't know, maybe you are dumb, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think Duff's very intelligent. I-, I can see where Tara and Robin, when they talk about like Slash being a himbo, like Slash is Slash is a, a dog in a guitarist's body,
3: pretty <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <definitely>. much. <laughs> Definitely. he's such a good boy he's, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. you know if he like he does drool a lot yeah you know, like, like draw the solo when it goes too hard, and like if you don't take him outside enough, he'll like pee his leather pants <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he's 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 a good boy, he's a good boy, uh he's a fragile boy, um. Yeah, he's he's a weird helpless alcoholic, but we love Slash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for the portion of the show where we do uh our final thoughts in uh solo form on the song before, and uh we rate we rate these uh one out of 5. Okay. Uh, who want okay. who wants to kick us off? Um Britain I- Spencer I'll, I'll
3: do it. I'll do it. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. do it here. So, uh, this is a one out of five. Um, is it one out of five guns or roses?
2: That's a oh, great yeah. question.
3: Mm. I'm, I'm gonna give this one, um, altogether a solid two and a half guns out of five roses.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: um,
3: yeah. it was. The song is written very competently. Like I don't like the lyrics. The lyrics I feel are super lazy, or they're just like they're they're like himbo lyrics. They're like, oh, what rhymes with truth? Can I do you? <laughs>
4: <Does> that <laughs> <work>? <laughs> yeah.
5: It's, that it's, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so like, chat. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's like it's like two guys sitting around with a legal pad and like it's like which which one of us knows how to read? Oh, all right, you can, you can write it. Um, and it's 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 fine. the the thing the thing about like Duff obviously putting his dick in a dead girl's mouth that's unexcusable
2: (laughs) (laughs) Unless unless she was into it beforehand, you know.
3: I'm gonna have something to say about that in my review. Like that, if you put that in her NDA (laughs) or not NDA, but (laughs) DNR, that you not resuscitate you. If DNR, put me on life support. You Uh can put Duff McKagan's dick in my mouth at any time. It's
2: okay. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I boss know, we got, we got, got another one that.
3: that's that's on the, uh, the that's a checkbox on the uh, organ donor registry there
1: let me just step on the scene of the crime <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but you know altogether it's it's not a bad track it's just very written very like hey let's let's make a song for the radio and I don't feel that there's like any real emotion behind the song and so yeah. I can't, like, read it well because of that. Like, uh-huh. there's no pain there. There's, like, there's no- nothing that rocks there, to be honest. <laughs> there's no... It's a rock song, but, like, none of the content, like, makes me think, yeah, that rocks. I'm just, like... Man, that's it awesome. rocks
2: about as hard as, like, hiking with youth group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, just,
3: it rocks... It rocks about as hard as a second date that didn't go well, which I feel like <laughs> is what this kind of thing is about. Like, you you lied.
1: It does kind of have that like Christian rock sound film. to it in a way. It, yeah, <laughs> almost,
3: almost. It's it, yeah. <laughs> it's, very it's very clean except very for the part rock, where the, yeah. yeah sticks his dick in a dead girl's mouth. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty tight. Well, Spencer, right. uh, I'm ready for I'm ready to give my opinion here. All right, yeah. I'm gonna give it in character a little bit. Bing bong. Hey Seattle, this is Duff McKagan from (laughs) Duff McKagan. I would rate my song translucent three uh, Duffs out of McKagan. (laughs) It's a dad rock anthem. If you leave your baggage unattended, it will be destroyed. Thanks for visiting Seattle Tacoma International Airport. Bing bong. (laughs)
3: <laughs> if you see something say something beautiful <laughs> why would you give a song a three out of five
2: <sighs> that's my only that's my only impact over that it's just giving my own opinion but, 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 uh, maybe I mean, the rest of that uh, maybe, duff's words maybe uh, uh,
3: okay uh maybe you should give it uh three unattended bags out of five. Oh, there
2: you go <laughs> there you go that's pretty good that's
1: pretty good hang on uh chris you do yours i've got to take this call yeah um, it's
0: it's not like a terrible song i mean instrumentally it's pretty good it's catchy it's like a it's like your like average catchy riff but like even like mm-hmm. deep diving through the lyrics it, it the lyrics are very like one-dimensional and like very like i mentioned like in a few minutes like like chad-esque like they're just dumb <laughs> like even reading through it it's just like oh lyrically it's it's a chore it's like this would have been probably more appropriate in like the eighties lyrically, like you get away with a lot more stupid shit then. Yeah, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not. And the this production was more, like, was more in
2: interesting than you know. It's like it was bigger. It was like it was different, you know. Yeah, uh,
0: I think like my overall rating, I probably have to go a two and a half uh, out of five on this one. Fair, yes, Fair. two actually two and a half. <laughs> God, I can't even laugh looking it through. Two and a half Arby's hoses in the bathroom. <laughs> Arby's hoses in this house. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Hell half, yeah.
3: Two and a half blown out toilets uh, out of uh, five
1: hoses. It's,
3: uh, yes.
0: uh, <laughs> that, 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 the math equals up there.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's I forgot to math, give you your <laughs> your solo layout there, Chris. I apologize. It's all good. It's all Had good. a bit no, of an time, incident, for your, uh,
0: time for your on review, my... sir
1: my review of it i mean i said it's very stacy's mom uh oh, yeah. she's got it going a good on so let me put it this way if this was strictly a duff mckagan podcast if we would if we would have said fuck guns and roses we're gonna do a podcast where we listen to nothing but duff mckagan songs and review and break down one by one this would be in five star fucking territory right now with some of the <laughs> bullshit we've heard on yeah. this show yeah.
3: That tracks. That so tracks. so uh, I will say, um, I listened to the song like a dozen times, but I didn't put it on repeat until after like eight times. And the song that always played after it was called Mother's Day. Uh, and that mm-hmm. song sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, will say. Bad.
1: I don't know. I if listened we've to covered half that. of it at one no, point
2: I yet, and no. I was like,
1: nah, no, nah, I don't uh, want this. No. Nah. Yeah, it's Duff. Uh, on this show, we've listened to enough Duff now to decide that Duff's music is just terrible. So yeah. compared to the bullshit he normally puts out, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. It's like, because mm-hmm. sometimes we've had, we've 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 toyed with the idea of having an America's Got Talent buzzer. If both of us just want to check out and not review this fucking song anymore, we can just er, opt out. <laughs> like, and, and give it a zero and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean,
3: to, to be fair like you are reviewing him based on like this band and not like his better material like um that one song that goes um uh bing bong hey <laughs> this is definitely McKigan. Welcome to the Seattle International Airport.
1: <laughs> if you can get me a recording of
2: that, I'll play
3: I, it will, I will I will actually do my best. I'm actually sure I can actually find one It's I'm
2: probably on YouTube, yeah.
0: Ah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is
1: This is always how I do stuff. Like we do characters on this show, not really impressions, just caricatures, I guess. Yeah. I love <laughs> That's people. He
3: he does he does definitely have like a surfer affect to everything he does though like yeah he carries that tan everywhere he goes even in seattle which doesn't make any the um
1: i've actually got a friend in seattle i haven't heard from in a while so i might try to get up that way uh but the the <laughs> s- sidetrack way sidetrack um yeah the song itself compared to all of the other material that we have reviewed and are going to review, including guns and roses and put into the standard that we normally set for these, uh, is probably about a two for me also. So, uh, like I said, though, now, if this was a Duff McKagan loaded podcast, and we decided we were just gonna go in blindly together and discover only Duff McKagan loaded. This would be a five fucking star because I'd be so happy to hear decent music at this point in this fucking yeah. podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Hell yeah. I didn't okay. Duff's standard to get him at least one guaranteed star is I don't come out of the song in a much worse mood than I went in because there's been times I've had to fake it. Me and Chris get off here and I'll just be acting like an asshole. When we go <laughs> yeah,
0: off the air. Like, I'm pissed. This uh, is
1: shit. like, I'll be pissed. I had, like, this song ruined my fucking day.
3: So uh, Spencer and I kind of recently had a similar um, mm-hmm. three months of that mm-hmm. where uh, Buckethead made. Um, Uh, fucking
2: thirty-one noise albums. Thirty-two
3: noise albums in a row. Noise
2: albums in a row.
3: (laughs) And we We listened to all
2: of them. Yeah, we made like ten episodes out of those. Like it was fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. Like Mm -hmm. it was miserable and gnarly. And we were like. We're just gonna talk about other shit. We're not gonna talk about these albums. Where there was one episode where we like straight up did not talk about the
3: albums, really. Like, yeah, we kind of skipped over, and they're like, Yep, yeah, it's a noise album." Uh, anyway, uh, here is other funny shit we, uh, funny just, shit we can talk about, and, you know, yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: you know, there is there is more important things to talk about than noise music, definitely.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but guys, uh, we're gonna continue. Uh, You guys have anywhere to be? Do you want to stick around for
2: Shotcast? i gotta get going so i'm okay. gonna Fair. get out of yeah, here
3: get out of here too yeah
2: all right oh, well thank you guys for, uh, for you, coming dudes. on
1: Dude. and uh yeah, we yeah. look forward to coming on your show soon and uh reading some more yes. fan fiction <laughs> like uh, before, you, yeah. before you go would you like to stick around while we spin the wheel and find out what we're gonna do next week let's yeah. Do it. No, let's yeah
3: let's spin let's that wheel it. baby
1: all right here goes
2: Fading by Adler's appetite.
3: Oh, all right. Question: Even Steven Adler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What, even <laughs> Adler's <Yes>. appetite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> even yeah, Adler's oh, yeah. solo band, twenty twelve. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, yeah. we've
1: we've covered uh, the best song they did, and the one that you hated, and we've already done oh, that. Was a pretty good one.
0: We? Yeah, from that's the, the best yeah, song off that just album. Adler strictly Adler. Yeah. There's not much yeah, of this just... stuff out there, but like it's been, it's actually been I probably slightly more on the three star side. I, yeah. I'd say.
3: Okay. Is it? Well, I mean, Stephen Adler, he just plays drums on all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah. Um, Doesn't do there's anything. like seventeen different lineups he's played with? Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, he, He's ridiculous.
3: Good drummer. He knows not yeah. to be a front man. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um. And it was Fading by Adler's Appetite. That's next week coming up. Uh, And, uh, yeah, man, we'll look forward to it and look forward to uh, hearing more from you guys. And uh, thank you for coming on. Welcome aboard.
2: No, We appreciate it.
1: Hell, yeah. And for now, I guess that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. Hell, yeah.
0: So until next time, I'm Dusty Bones. And I'm Chris DiPuto. Uh, join us Saturday for Shotcast Saturday. And join us next Monday, edition of Guns and Radio. Finally back on our adverse appetite shit. But until then, guys, stay safe and peace out.
5: Get your hand off my penis!
0: That too. Hell
3: yeah. Hell yeah. Keep it real, fellas. Namaste.
4: Namaste.